Hello everyone and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. This podcast is being brought to you by Elite Vacation Homes. If you need a home in the Central Florida area to visit Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, or any of the other attractions in Central Florida, contact Elite Vacation Homes at EliteVacationHomes.com. show is also being brought to you by David's Vacation Club Rentals. If you want to try any of the DVC resorts for really, really good prices, staying at the Boardwalk, Old Key West, Polly, Grand Floridian, Saratoga Springs, any of the DVC resorts, contact David's at DVCByRequest.com. Show is also being brought to you by Scooter Vacations. If you need a scooter for anything in the Central Florida area, contact our friends at Scooter Vacations at scootervacations.com. And last but not least, if you need to book a trip anywhere in the world, and especially Walt Disney World, contact me at American Tourist Travel, and we will help you out with all your travel needs. So that's it, guys. We're going to hop on the train and head on over to the pub. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. I'm joined, as always, by my good buddy, John. Hey, John, pull up a stool. Good afternoon. How are you? I'm doing well. You sound perfect now. And now we're, we went from AT&T, T-Mobile, Verizon. Now where are we at? No, now we're at T-Mobile. Oh, we started at... at AT&T. We went to Sprint. We went to Verizon. Now we're trying T-Mobile, but we're going to try T-Mobile. We'll see how it works on the way home. So Yeah, we're going to try it. That's the key yeah, words to T-Mobile. This is the virus. So we're making excuses already. <laughs> exactly. If there's a problem. But anyway, how's your week going, John? Uh, it's all right. I, was, I went in this work this uh, morning on the way into Epcot, and I was, uh, again, I saw the... Uh, the living walking dead as they shuffled their way down Epcot resorts Boulevard <laughs> into Epcot. <laughs> What's so, that all about? Uh, another run, uh, yeah. another race weekend yesterday and today, today was the 10 K. And so they were finishing at Epcot and it was raining and wet. <laughs> and by the time I get there and I'm pulling into Epcot, man, it, it's pretty much the, the people at the back of the pack. So it's not the professional runners anymore. So <laughs> and he, these people look like they're, why did I do this? <laughs> so. Yeah, it's it's the idiots like me and you that decide that, yeah, I'm in good shape. I could do this. And <laughs> yeah, you really can't. Yeah. yeah uh, actually, the uh, medal, I, I didn't see. I don't think I saw the medal today that they got for the 10K, but the 5K they had yesterday, it had uh, Spaceship Earth on it and the Spaceship Earth kind of spun. And then at the bottom was like a silhouette of the of several of the countries, you know, the prominent features from the different mm-hmm. countries that Epcot and Ratatouille was on there. Yeah, so yesterday's cool. medal was yeah, yesterday's medal was really really cool. Yeah, so, so maybe it make now you understand why they're walking like the Walking Dead because they want that medal. <laughs> well, they want that medal. Well, yesterday was the 5K, so you probably we probably could have almost swung the 5K because yeah. they don't even use sweepers in 5K. So as long as you're still walking, the leg is finished. Yeah, so. I I do a 5K every single day at work. So yeah, exactly right. So yeah. all kidding around on my job sites, I average anywhere between 10 and like 20 to 22 thousand steps a day. 
So, yeah, it's a lot of walking. Yeah. Because that's how I remember we went down with my sister-in-law. We were doing like uh, between 10 and 15 a day at the parks. And then I showed her my phone. I said, this is nothing. And she goes, this is a lot of walking. I said, uh, I showed her my phone. I was averaging between eighteen and 22000 for the month prior at the hospital. Yeah, I was working at. So it was like a day at Disney walking around was like a day off for me, John. It was an <laughs> easy day. So, but uh, with all the stuff, the commotion going on down in Florida, is Disney having troubles or something with the governor? Are they fighting down there? Do I know anything about it. Is it on your news every day, John? Yes, pretty much. Uh, it, it, yeah, to put it, uh, it's what? How can I phrase it uh, correctly uh, in the PG version? Yeah, uh, it's a cluster. You know, it's a measuring contest between. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> and the problem is, it cracks me up on both ends of the spectrum. Okay, the state, they don't want to lose Disney, but on the other hand, you also have all these knuckleheads on Twitter going. The last thing they need is Disney to leave. Where are they going? They got 47 square miles of junk. John, you don't want to move out of your 2,000 square foot house because of all the stuff you have. Could Like, where is Disney actually going to go, John? Are they going to go anywhere else to get treated any better than Florida? Or they're stuck there. So it's kind of like they couldn't leave if they wanted to. They could say they're going to. But do you honestly see Disney picking up 40, I, I said 47, 42 square miles of junk and leaving? I don't see Disney leaving, and I don't see the uh, governor revo- revoking the uh, <laughs> Reedy Creek charter either. Yeah. Uh, so no matter what kind of bull crap he pulls out of his hat, and you know, I mean, mm-hmm. come on, please, dude. So mm-hmm. both of them are full of, of yeah. crap, is what it is is going on here. Yeah. So and like I said, it, it's just it's uh, two goony goo goo redneck kids at Walmart measuring your trucks is what it is. Mm. I mean, that's what it feels like. Two stupid teenagers who, who are trying to impress the girls by revving their engines. I mean, come on, get over it. It's so stupid. The other thing that I'm like shocked at now, now answer me this, John, with the new talking about how we're like, no more ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls. We can't say that anymore. So when I go to check in at my resort, and they say, hello, Mr. and Mrs. Davis, welcome to the resort. Can I be able to sue them? Because I, I don't call me a man or a woman here. I, do we need to say, you you, you are checking in. I mean, I, I don't get the whole problem with, if you want to be called whatever you want to be called, it's fine. But I don't know what, why, when did it all become a problem to be called a man or a woman, John? When, it's not a problem. When did I wake up? The, the fact that, that that's even an issue is ridiculous. It because, is. Uh, Doug, I work at Disney. I have not been told not yes. to refer to people as they yes, had... sir, no ma'am. So I don't understand where even people are even getting this because idea that we're one being of the... told this type now, of stuff. Now, there's, vid- there's actually a video out there from one of the corporate women that works for Disney saying that she nowhere kneels, feels it should be called ladies, gentlemen, boys, and girls. It, it should be one word or you should not be she's i forget the exact and terminology i have not of been it. told that i am a cast member doug i have not been instructed this uh, way okay so i mean to to have people act like all of a sudden you're going to go to disney world and they're not going to refer to you as sir that's ridiculous it really is i mean but it's when like, people get on my bus i'm going to say yes sir no ma'am that's just the 100%, way i was and I, and I mean it should so stay that way and if you want to be called something else let me know that, 
Don't yeah. try to tell me that the corporation is doing this. No, no I'm a cast member. I work I, there. I understand I it, but that's this information. Okay? And I believe you. That's why I'm bringing it up. But this is the point. The the thing is, there is one of the employees of Disney saying that's the way they want to go. That's the way they're changing things to. That's why but when it's you not listen, been changed. That well, way. well, harmonious. <laughs> the harmonious when the fireworks start, it no longer says ladies, gentlemen, boys, and girls. Well, if that's what it is, that's what it is. But when I when you check into the hotel and they say Mr. and Mr. Davis, they're going to say that. I mean, but I won't be offended, but the, somebody else might be. It's oh. that, that it's just, Well, then, then it's when there's two gay guys that check in and you go Mr. That Mr. ain't Davis. that I, ain't I mean, the, That's fine. Call me whatever I am. I'm a man, you're a woman. Like birth What is this whole birthing person now? Is my point. It's like craziness, John. You're, you're, I don't know. In but, my life, but, you're a but, man or a woman. But, I don't care who but, you like or who you want. I, as there long are, as you treat there everybody are people well. out there saying that we've been instructed that we have not been instructed no. that. I've worked at a gajillion jobs across the state of Florida, mm-hmm. and nobody's ever, including Disney World, Publix, and everywhere else I've ever worked, ever told me not to say Merry Christmas. This whole... This yeah. whole, oh my God, the people are being instructed to do. No, we're not. Okay. You know, if that's what the corporation wants to do, that's fine. But it, as a, an employee or as a cast member at all these jobs, I've never been told that. So, 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 so I mean, people just, they, they, they blow everything out of proportion. Exactly. That's the point we're making here. This is the whole point of everything right now. And if you're left, right, or down the middle, everybody is crying right now. It's crazy. I've never, in my whole life, I've never seen the world the way it is in the last year, John. Including at Disney. (laughs) Am I wrong? Well, everybody's so sensitive nowadays. Mm -hmm. And I mean, there's like real stuff going on in the world. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Ukrainians are fighting for their very existence in the country. Can't we get over the fact of whether or not we're called Mr. and Mrs.? Yes. (laughs) Come on, people. Like Real, real, Real topics. People out there, and I'm sorry if I offend you, birthing person. I mean, you're a woman. I'm sorry. That's how I was raised. If I'm offending you, I don't know. I don't know when it become bad to be called a man or a woman, John. And this is the pub talk part of the show. I don't understand when that happened, John. You can be called whatever you want. You can love whoever you want. I really, I'm happy for you. As long as you don't hurt anybody, love anybody. Am I wrong, John? No, I, 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 I don't care who you love, what you, when, when you love them, just, I, you're, I'm sorry if I offend you by calling you a woman, a man, a prince or a princess, cause that's what you are to me. And I don't know when it become offensive to be called a woman. I really don't cause it's, it's, or a woman or a man. I, I don't know when I woke up and this, this, this was starting John, but it, it's crazy in my opinion. Yeah. See, the, the thing is what you just said, the princess. And actually, I have to be kind of careful with that term. Because, uh, if a girl, a little girl gets on dressed as Cinderella or uh, Elsa or something like that, yes, then I will go ahead and say, well, hello, little princess or something yeah. of that sort. But if it's just a normal little girl, oh, no, 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 because they get offended. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. the little girls will get offended if they're, if they're tomboys or if they're just, they don't, they they yes. feel that, you know, princesses are taken care of and all that type of stuff. They don't want to be called a princess. So. No. Yeah, yeah, you have to watch that term too. So No, it, it's it, it, it's it's crazy. It's really crazy out there. And 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 and, and the whole the, the the thing with the schools, it, it's like the whole nightmare. You got fighting on one side about the schools, which I get it and, and I get Disney defending the gay community. 
But then their ships, which, uh, like Aruba, I think it is. If you live in Aruba and you have a same sex, if you have sex with the same uh, a man or a woman, it's 15 years in jail. So why would we even want to go there if they're against us? If you like, it just my whole point is with all the corporations and everybody out there, they're so hypocritical. They pick and choose what they want, what fight they want to fight instead of just Disney. Let us just enjoy you and 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 shut up everybody right about now. I'm like tired of it. It's like every time I turn news on anymore, it's it's a nightmare over something else, John. Yeah, something over uh, something else at the end of the day means nothing. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And something else that means nothing, Guardians of the Galaxy, they keep talking about this ride, John. I, don't, I still don't think it's ever going to open. I'm pretty sure that it is an April Fool's joke. <laughs> and... Oh, speaking of that, did you see all the silly ones that came out this year? Oh, goodness gracious. No, no. My, my favorite that had to do with Disney was they had a silhouette of, a, of a, a small child about four years old and a silhouette of a father and they had the you know the the tethers the leashes that yeah. some parents use to control their kids yes. and the story was that disney was now going to require these on all children between <laughs> the ages of 2 and 10 years old yeah. i thought it was great and yeah. and it was and then some of these stories are really elaborate and they really have you believe it so it was a pretty good written article and then the people that just read the title and don't realize what day of the year it is and oh, jump yeah. all over it and blow up, just like you said, just blow up. Uh-huh. I mean, if you're going to blow up, at least read the article, dummy. Absolutely. I honestly think that April Fool's Day is one of my least favorite holidays of the year yeah, because of that. It's, it's stupid. But there was some, actually, there were some other good ones too. McDonald's came out with a. Uh, uh, a Sunday, it was going to be the secret sauce from their Big Mac and ice cream. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> and uh, Polk County, our sheriff's department down here between, uh, between uh, let's see, between Osceola County and um, they, had, they had impounded an airship that was uh, transporting heroin. A helicopter pulled it over, and so they impounded the airship, the, the, the blimp, and oh, now geez. it was part of their Air Force. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I agree. And, and, and the fact is, on Facebook, I don't know. You know, you say it's your least favorite, but it, it's kind of funny reading these people that just blow up and get so excited about shit stuff that is <laughs> <laughs> obviously not real. You know, but anyway. So. No. Anyway, Guardians. Yeah, it does get. It gets me. Uh, it aggravates me because all it does. There's enough mess going on right now. Like, speaking of a mess, did you? Uh, you didn't hear anything about Will Smith smacking somebody, did you? Did you see any of that? <laughs> uh, well, let me tell. Let me say it's the most I've heard uh, the Oscars mentioned in the last what twenty years. Oh, hundred so, percent, without a doubt. That was it which was, leads yeah. credence to the belief that it was all set up. So I thought it was at first, but the way he lost his mind, there's no way. And I don't know. I don't know. I go back and forth. Every time I read an article about it, I change my mind. So. Nah. <laughs> I I just uh, I I think it was nuts. I don't know. I the thing that, that that gets me is is when we talk about hypocrisy is I and we'll get back to Guardians because this is what we do. We get sidetracked all the time. But the hypocrisy of Hollywood, John. They are on their high and mighty horse about we're so loving, we care about all peace and love to everyone. Now this man just slapped somebody, and then five minutes later you give him a standing ovation. Like why would you give him a standing ovation? Why is he even still there, John? If me and you walked up and slapped somebody on stage, we'd be in jail. 
I don't know, but if so, at the same point, if somebody said something offensive to Brenda and she took it the wrong way and looked at you and rolled her eyes, well, you'd go slap him, wouldn't you? <laughs> let me put it you, yeah. Well, let me put it you this way. If I was not there, but if I was at a comedy club and a comedian said something and I'm sitting in the front row, I know what I'm getting. Every year at the Oscars, you know what you're getting. Ricky Gervais, yeah, anybody, comedy, not, it's I, part of the deal, it, dude. It's Chris Rock. It's not like somebody yeah. that you you have to take every. He's a comedian. You have to take everything he says with a grain of salt to begin with. And the bottom know? line I mean, is, even if he did, he said he didn't know. But the bottom line is, he's comparing her to Demi Moore, which is a hot looking, gorgeous woman. Like, and 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 in that movie, she was built and she played a marine. Am I wrong, John? Like, where's the insult? Yeah, you are wrong. She played a Navy Seal. Navy Thank Seal, you very but much. where? But where's the where's the insult, John? <laughs> <laughs> you know, okay, lady. You could be in GI two, GI Jane too. You're absolutely gorgeous. You're fit as a fiddle, and you can kick everybody's rear end in this building. So where's the insult there, John? <laughs> well, you're bald. Well, yeah. what do you do, right? And so. and she's been my whole life. Like on my whole life, she's had short hair. And and if you listen to her, she has a podcast of her own that uh, that she trashes everybody. Like the whole world is like beneath her as far as how smart she is. If you follow me, so he made a joke, but. When you're in that line of work, dude, Ricky Gervais comes out and eviscerates people. Yeah, yeah, he does. It, it'd be like, like I've been to the comedy club before. I know don't sit in the first couple rows, and even though I didn't, me and Brenda, we were first dating, we went to one. We're back in the back, and the comedy spots us, and like, what are you doing? What's what you doing with her? Like, you know, call me ugly if you understand what I'm saying. You know, just breaking my stones. The bottom line is, it's the atmosphere you're in. It's like going to a ball game and getting pissed you got hit by a ball. <laughs> oh, that happens too. Yeah, so. well, people are idiots. And he shouldn't have... Uh, all I know is Chris Rock has the biggest will I've ever seen of uh, patience because I'd have lost my ever-loving mind if somebody ever smacked me in the face like that. Yeah, so, yeah. But, yeah, to, to slap hurt around the world. But the man crying in his exceptions. Oh, I'm so sorry. We got to be better and love everybody. And then an hour later, he's getting jiggy with it at the Oscar parties, dancing. <laughs> Philly, uh, you know, summer, summertime. He's singing, dancing. Then the next day, I am so sorry. I didn't mean to do it. It's like, who are you, dude? And he's And I'm ashamed to say he's from around the corner from me. You know, he's yeah, really yeah, he went a little fresh print on fresh print. He, he's going to have to go out to Bel Air, you know, and yeah. get into a little skirmish on the basketball court. So the best meme I actually saw come out about it, Doug, was actually, you know, because they had uh, different people slapping different people for their mm. actions and stuff like that. Best one that NFL came out with was Antonio Brown slapping Antonio Brown. So. <laughs> yeah. uh, that should be played on autoplay. Uh, isn't that the truth? Yeah, I yeah, wish I don't you. Know. The guy don't, just don't know, does he? I wish one of those voodoo people could get a hold of that and make it work for real. Like stick pins in it and make it actually work. Uh, Imagineer Zach Ridley has taken to Instagram to explain more about the Galaxium, the first scene at Epcot's Guardian of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. It looks pretty cool, John. The uh, the whole queue looks pretty cool. The planetarium-like exhibit is where the attraction begins, and it offers a 30-minute long show in the queue area, including some nods to Epcot history. Now, was there like an affidavit sign that if we take over this building building from Ellen, there has to be a half-hour pre-show? 
I guess that's what it sounds like. But yeah, if it runs during the queue, that sounds great. It's a good way to keep you entertained and maybe keep some people off their phones. So yeah, well, that's what we need off the phones. As you may have seen earlier this week, we were able to invite a small group of guests to Guardians of the Galaxy's Cosmic Rewind at Epcot for a sneak peek of the Galaxium. Galaxarium. Galaxarium, it's called. Inside the Wonders of Xandar Pavilion. This is the first scene where the story of Epcot and the story of Xander came together, and it sets us up for their grand adventure. It has been incredible to see the space go truly from a sketch to reality over the past several what 30 years <laughs> uh, several the second years. half of my life yeah walking like in the breathtaking space is a reminder of how reminder of the hard work and passion our team of imagineers has devoted to bring the first of its kind in experience to epcot so Hold on. Building the legacy of Epcot as a place where discovery and curiosity comes to life. The Galaxarium, Galaxarium is a planetarium-like exhibition where guests will be first introduced to Xandar and the familiarity similarities we share with the Xandar visitors. This over 30-minute show begins to touch on both planets and how the Xandarian galaxy, the Andorama, and the and the Romina galaxy is similar to our own, showcasing the real science behind the formation of the galaxy and solar system. As you make your way through the Galaxarium, I keep wanting to say Guardians of the Galaxy instead of Galaxarium. You'll be able to glimpse at the Xander Gallery ahead, where you will learn more about Xander and and its people, protectors, and heroes. The space is really dynamic, organized around the radical grid where guests rise the entire level of synopsis ramping, allowing you to t- allowing you to take in the media of the dome above from many vantage points. The lighting at and the architectural element echo the color of aesthetics of Xander and give you a great mood mood to our first act of this attraction. I cannot wait for the guests to experience this for themselves. So it sounds pretty cool having a planetarium inside the park now. Yeah, that sounds cool. And, of course, uh, much like all of, all the rides, you know, it's all great until something goes wrong, right? Oh, yeah. You know, you go back in time on Dinosaur and then something goes wrong, you know. So yeah. that's, that's probably the pre-story. The, the, the You're doing something and then they're going to have to come and ask you for help and da-da-da-da-da-da. Mm-hmm. So, but, yeah, that sounds really cool. It sounds uh, uh, very involved, you know. It's... it's Hopefully, it's a typical Disney thing where you're fully immersed into the into the attraction, and it's not just a fast roller coaster. You know what I mean? And that's what it sounds like it is. Now, do you think it's going to be much like Rip Ride Rocket at Universal and uh, um, Rock and Roller Coaster at Hollywood Studios, where music is going to be pumped into the yes. coaster as yes. you make your way through? Yeah, yeah. Think so? Yep, I do. Okay. I do because I believe it or not, I think that well. And you could disagree or agree with me, which I'm usually always right, so you'll probably agree with me. I think when they put the proper music in, it makes the ride seem faster. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I've rode, see, Rip Ride Rocket at uh, Universal, you can actually pick what songs you want and stuff like that. And there's actually cheat codes where you can get all kinds of other music. And so I've, I've actually listened to that a couple of different times, although I always go back to Kickstart by Heart by Motley Crue. So, <laughs> but, and that, it, it, it's, it 
makes it a different attraction when you're and my son one time actually accidentally got some kind of house music going so he hated it so no that's funny they're saying this is opening soon but they won't give it a date Disney has just teased a possible announcement on Monday that the upcoming Guardian of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind roller coaster will be opening soon at Epcot. So, hopefully, yeah, we, we shall see. We don't believe it. There's no date yet, so we can't believe it. And, I just wish I would see something about a cast member preview. Hopefully, we get a preview for this one. I mean, the only one we haven't gotten a preview for was, or uh, we still haven't even gotten a chance to ride it, is uh, technically is Rise of the Resistance. So. I still can't believe they didn't let you guys on that. No, it, 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 the same thing happened with, uh, whatchamacallit, um, uh, Flight flight of Passage, because it was such a, a big deal. And actually, that whole area was a whole land and that whole thing, so we got no preview for that whatsoever. But what they did after about, I think it was open a year, and then they gave us three hours in the morning a yeah, couple of different that. mornings. Yeah, and I could go, and we got a chance to go ride it as many times as you want. And that was fine, you know. Yeah. I mean, it, and I think that's important because, you know, people get on my bus and they're going to ask me what's my favorite attraction. And if I can't say I've ridden everything, it's kind of silly. So, 100%. I mean, it's kind of like, me you know, as when a I, travel agent, the more information is information, just like yeah. you in this show. If we don't experience it, what the hell are we talking about? Yeah. Yeah. When I worked at Hagen Dazs, we were encouraged to credit ice cream out every once in a while and take home new flavors to try. I mean, how can I tell somebody, you know, what a uh, butter pecan uh, praline tastes like if I haven't tried it yet, you know? So. Yeah, 100%. So, yeah, I'm hoping they get you guys on there. Hope they give you a preview. Now, did you hear how stupid Chapik was the other day? On, on what? <laughs> uh, they asked him, when did uh, Splash Mountain open? Well, how long ago would Splash Mountain... How long has Splash Mountain been at Disney? I think it opened in 84, 85. Oh, yeah. He said 60 years, John. No, it's the 50th anniversary. <laughs> well, Disney World, yeah, Disney ex- World hasn't even been open 60 years. So. Abs- I mean, th- this is the idiot that we're dealing with, John. Yeah, and he's the general manager of the entire company. It's amazing, isn't it? Yes. I think it is 84, because me and Brendan are... 82, 82 or 84, because me and Brenda were going back and forth. I said, Brenda said 79, Brenda said no, 80, no. 85, I think I said 79, 80. So no, I was wrong, she was right. 85, because 82 was when uh, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad opened. Um, I'm almost certain of that. So 82 was Big Thunder, and that's also when, um, I believe that's when the Grand Floridian opened. And then after that, and whatever year Splash the movie came out, it was almost either that year or the year right after it, because Splash is why they ended up calling it Splash Mountain, uh, because uh, Bob Bob Iger actually wanted a Splash attraction. Mm. Uh, (laughs) And who wouldn't have minded seeing uh, Harold Anna out there (laughs) at the time, anyway? So, yeah, I think we ended up with a great attraction out of it. Yeah, I love Splash. Yeah, but he said, yeah, 60 years ago, and the park's celebrating <laughs> its 50th anniversary. I mean, what a moron. No, and it was not at, it was not at uh, Disneyland before it was out here, so it wasn't like uh, Pirates or something, you know? So. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. It, it opened in 89, Splash Mountain. And 89? Okay. Yeah, and I said 82, or I, yeah, I said, I said 82, and Brenda said 90. 
and then she was one off. And I said, "No, we're doing the prices right. You were, you went over." She was, <laughs> you, we, yeah. No, well, prices right is you can't go over. Yeah. So yeah. she Closest said ninety. Yeah, she was ninety and one away, and I was like eighty four, eighty two, and all the way that far away. And she goes, "I won." I said, "No, prices right rules." She's like, "You didn't say prices right rules." <laughs> But she did win. She said 90, and it opened in 89. So, but I don't know. All I know is the moron saying 50 years. Okay, so, uh, yeah, well. All right, where did I go for the first time this week? Where did you go for the first time this week, John? Uh, oops. You broke up. The first time, the whole time, you broke up. Now, where did you go? Right on the, right on the answer. All-Star Sports. Oh, yeah, you delivered to there? Well, yeah, I guess it's called deliver- picking deliver- up, delivering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you picked up and delivered. You uh, The merchandise, John. Yeah, the merchandise. Yeah, yeah, All-Star Sports opened this weekend, so, uh, and it's a different soundtrack to listen to. We got the uh, the Olympic uh, Olympic music. We got, uh, like, ABC's Wide World of Sports music. and uh, dun, 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 dun. Some, Yeah, and some college uh Call it, you know, just some some uh, band music that you would hear at college football game type stuff. Yeah. So. Yes, I remember, I remember uh, what's what was the one uh, the main announcer, the Michigan State Wolverines. Uh, he was the best announcer. I can't remember his name right now. And Brett I Musburger. No, not I love Brett Musburger. You are looking live from Lincoln Financial <laughs> Field. That's what Brent Brent Musburger does. This guy was a little heavier, and I can't think of his name right now. But he was he was phenomenal, John. He was really good. I I'll remember before the end of the show. But there are certain voices in sports that you never forget. Yeah, they ought to have Chris Berman on there sometime. Just go, just uh, clip over and go. Yep. Back, 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 back. Yeah, well, do you remember when him and uh, he started that uh, the Sunday night count, not the countdown, but the highlight show with all his uh, sayings? They were it was the coolest thing when it first started out. Him and Tom Jackson on ESPN. Yeah, the big sombrero. That was yeah. way back before, before we had uh, Raymond James Stadium, and he was the only one that called uh, Old Tampa Field the big sombrero. So yeah, yeah, he had a uh, uh, member. Passed the mustard, rushed it in for a touchdown or something like that. Remember mustard, the running back? There was a mustard for the Chicago Bears. He would say, pass the mustard and run it into the end zone. (laughs) Uh, Jerry is no rice burner. Look at him run down the sidelines or whatever the hell he'd say. He's a full V8. But anyway, new look arrivals at area. New look arrival area at the Polynesian. Have you seen the new Portica share? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. Uh, it. Actually, it looks like they did a very good job of, uh, of uh, updating the Polynesian. So, although I still kind of miss the old lobby, but you know, I guess we got to move on. Yeah. Well, that was there. I was adding it to the resort opening because it does say Disney's All Star Resort reopens, completing the phase reopening of Walt Disney World. So finally, as Disney likes to call us All Star and Pop Century, we're the riffraff of Walt Disney World, John. No. <laughs> You know, they got us all a place to stay now. If you consider what? I think it's, I think the peak time is up to almost 280 a night at Pop Century, John. Yeah, I would imagine, yeah. If you're staying there this week with no discounts of any sort, yeah, you're probably paying close to three. Yeah, it's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Crazy talk, John. 
Disney officially announces the return of pre-pandemic. You can hug the characters, John. So can you please tell me that I can take my damn mask off on my bus? No, John. See, you have to become a celebrity to take your mask off. I realize what we should all do by watching TV over the past few weeks, we should all record ourselves, drop a YouTube video, and that gives you the vaccine against COVID. Because I watch these shows. I'm watching uh, Jimmy Kimmel Live quick clip because we watched, uh, me and Brenda, Brenda made me watch the show Bridgerton, even though it was really good, John. Don't tell anybody. I might have helped her watch it. But anyway, uh-huh. we were watching Jimmy Kimmel because one of the girls from that was on there. And the whole audience is in mask. And they're hugging and kissing each other as she walks out. The whole Oscars, <laughs> every celebrity at the Oscars is not wearing a mask. But everybody waiting on them and any of the production has to wear a mask. Is that bullcrap or what? Yeah, it, it sounds like it. I'm watching Top Chef and they, everybody there is no maskless, but all the waiters and waitresses I still have to wear their masks. It's like, uh, I would literally, if I was a servant. One, yeah, yeah, you're sir. If you're beneath me, I would literally walk up, take the mask off, and start coughing in the room. If I was one of the servants, or fake a sneeze just to drive them crazy. But it's like, why? Why am I beneath you? Who are you? You act yeah, for a try- living. I, I'm trying to understand the, the. I mean, I guess it's still DOT requirements, and that believe me, that I hear that all the time from the, these other ridiculous bus drivers. But the fact is, these people just got out of a park where they're standing in a room with what 400 other people, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, chest to chest and back to back, and breathing each other's air inside a non-ventilated room. No. But I, I got five people on my bus, and I'm supposed to make sure that everybody wears a mask. I mean, come on, guys, oh, this is just stupid beyond stupid like they could actually hop off your bus at epcot all of them run over to soren get in that hallway and stand at the line where the where the cast members with no mask are pointing you to go left or right am i wrong yep it's just stupid walt disney world resort and coca-cola collectible bottles now available exclusively at the resorts during the 50th anniversary so they have all special 50th anniversary coke bottles at the resorts john I might have to go look at those. Yeah, they're pretty cool. They have 50th on it and the castle. Is it? Is it just a plastic bottle? Though? I don't know if it's plastic. I, I would say so, John, in the park. Yeah. Uh, today, Walt Disney World Coca-Cola, five unique co-branded collectible bottles available exclusively at the resorts during the 50th anniversary celebration. Sold at locations throughout each of the Walt Disney World theme parks and different bottles featured each of the four park icons of their own unique ir- iridescent color on the labels plus the fifth bottle with a golden with a special gold label. The bottles are shaped like the bottles sold at Walt Disney World when it opened in 1971. Oh wow, that is pretty cool. Yeah. So I wouldn't mind having these put up on the shelf. There's no price. They're probably $32 a bottle. <laughs> well, regular Coke is, I think, now 450 So, yeah, you would have to think this would probably be 7 So It's insane, John, the prices right now. I'll tell you what, dude. It is. Like, everybody, I didn't realize how many people on my construction sites actually go to Disney World. And how, I bet you probably... 30% of all the people I work with own DVC, it seems like, John. It's crazy. And 
I get yelled at like I'm a cast member. Or I'm, a, I'm a Disney. I, I'm like in charge of it now. Anything that goes wrong, they all come to me. Your people. That's what they call me. Your people. <laughs> your people. Yeah. Your, your people. Like I'm to blame for the stuff that's going on down there. I've never heard more gripes about Disney in my entire life, John. Yeah, yeah. Now, right now, Doug, I'm I'm worried about casting groceries a lot more yes. than about Disney prices. So, honestly, but, yeah, but that, oh, dude, speaking, of, I went to the grocery store yesterday. I spent three hundred and fifty dollars, and I have no clue what it went on, John. <laughs> I don't know. I got a potato and yeah. a bag of onions, <laughs> and, and then I go get gas for the mower, and I'm outside on my tractor. And I used to leave it running all the time. I'd hop off and to go grab wood, load the trail or whatever. Now I'm turning it off constantly because it's like, I leave it running for 20 minutes. I'm spending $20. Yeah, yeah. But I went and got seven gallons of super because that's all can run in my uh, mowers. What Seven gallons of super cost me $30, John. I got 7.1 gallons of super for 30 bucks. It's crazy, dude. My buddy just filled his truck again. It was over two hundred dollars in diesel for a pickup truck, yeah. John. Yeah, I was thinking about that the other day when he told me that last week. Well, here's a interesting or uh, an interesting fact that popped up in my mind. I would have never, if I had stayed with the company I worked for, I would have never made it past the uh, pandemic to begin with, and then I certainly wouldn't have made it price the price of diesel nowadays because I was taking that truck home every day. There's no way they would allow me to take that truck home every freaking day anymore, you know? No, so. no, dude. Yeah, that would have cost them an extra couple hundred bucks a week. Yeah, yeah. So. That's crazy. Good thing I moved on when I did. Yeah, yeah. It's just nuts right now, John. I mean, uh, uh, everywhere I go, it's it, it's just, I, I don't know where the money's going. I don't know where the money's going to keep coming from. Walt Disney World Park Pass availability extremely limited during April of 2022. So, uh, yeah, you can get, you can own DVC, you can have an annual pass, but there's no guarantee you're getting in, right? Yeah, you can work there and own DVC, and I, I probably won't be getting in until September. That, so. It's just, it's crazy, dude. It really is. See inside the Galerium, it's showing you that again. Full menu of the, and pricing Epcot's Connections Eatery. Let's see what we got good going on over here, Johnny. Uh, Disney has released a full menu for the upcoming Connections Eatery and World Celebrations at Epcot. Yeah, the, the painting and all looks good. They need to get the damn wall down, John. If you, well, here's... Okay. I was going to say, so people still call Hollywood Studios MGM. People still call Disney Springs, Downtown Disney. Uh... Are, when we go to Epcot, Doug, are we going to still say uh, Mouse Gear and uh, the Electric Umbrella? <laughs> I don't probably. know about uh, uh, Probably Mouse Gear for a while, but I guarantee you the front will always be Future World to me. It'll always The entrance will always be Future World, no matter what they're yeah. calling it. Yeah, whatever it is. What what, what are they going to try to call it now? Yeah, I don't I don't even want to try know. saying it. I, no, I don't even want to say it, John. All right. No, but Connections Eatery, lunch and dinner menu, burgers and chicken, John. The burger looks good. Uh, and the prices aren't as bad as I thought they were going to be. A gour gourmet beef blend, caramelized bacon, brie, mushroom, Dijon, man Dijon mayonnaise, toasted brioche bun, twelve ninety nine. It's not bad. I mean, it's crazy. Typical price. Yeah, I think that's about typical for burgers. So. I don't know if this comes with fries or not. The Southwestern Burger, Gourmet Beef Blend, Roasted Corn chip Chipotle Salsa, 
cheese, crema, chamoy, guacamole, spread, and toasted bun for $12.99. American Classic Burger. Gourmet beef blend, lettuce, pickle, onion, tomato, cheddar, roasted garlic bread, toasted bun, eleven ninety nine. I'm even shocked they took a dollar off of that, John. They took a dollar off because he didn't need a special sauce. Yes, but that's the one I'd begin. The Bob My Burger, a miso marinade gourmet beef blend, pickled vegetable, sriracha mayonnaise, and a soft sub roll for eleven ninety nine. I don't know. I don't know Howdy. if I want my it's stuff me, on a sub boy. roll, John. You? Now, if they're going to have a bond me, just have a bond me. Don't, have, don't try yeah. to make it a burger. So. Yeah. And then a hand-breaded chicken sandwich for a hand-breaded chicken sandwich, house-made pickles, signature sauce, toasted brioche bun for eleven ninety nine. So the price, uh, they're not as bad as I thought they were going to be. I thought they were going to be $15 burgers. And then your favorite, John, you got the Mediterranean burger. Gourmet beef blend. It's still beef. I thought it was going to be a vegan Shredded lettuce, pickled vegetable with a feta relish, a zog mayonnaise, a house-made donor bread. Dio, donor bread or donor bread? I, I'll call it donor bread because I don't want it to be donor because all I think of is Jeffrey Donner. But that's uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you said Donner, so I was thinking of the Donner Party, and I don't want that either. No. It kind of has the same connotations. And, so. then, and it's D-O-N-E-R. That's Donner, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh. And then, then the best case scenario would be Donner and Blitzen, and I don't want to name it after Santa's reindeer either. So, Presley heard the reindeer. Presley heard the reindeer. And he don't want reindeer either. He wanted to go out and get the reindeer. He thought Donner and Blitzen were out in the front yard. So, you still there, Johnny? Yeah. So now we got pizza, John. You got a meatball pizza, John. That's pretty. That's different. Beef and pork meatballs, San Marazza, Marizano tomatoes, basil sauce, cheese blend, served at a Mediterranean side salad for $10.99. You got a pepperoni pizza for $10.99, and then a five cheese pizza, which is no price. <laughs> I guess it's, it's $10.99. Yeah, well, hopefully. Then they got a couple different salads. They got General Chow's chicken salad, John. Petite kale blend, broccoli slaw, red bell peppers, mandarin oranges, edamame, crispy wontons, warm fried chicken, and general chow's, chow's dressing for eleven forty nine, And they got a Niswa style salad. Crispy mixed greens, wedge potatoes, tomato, green bean, olive, white beans, Dijon vinaigrette, ten twenty nine. And then you got a plant-based curry spice pizza. So... It's tacata, masala, carrots, potatoes, peas, tomato, plant-based mozzarella, lime yogurt, served with a Mediterranean side salad. And yeah, the fries don't come with that. So you got coleslaw. How is coleslaw four not forty nine and French fries are four forty nine? How are they the same price, John? Huh? What's that? I said you got coleslaw, which is a side for four forty nine, and you got French fries as a side for four forty nine. So French fries don't come with it. But how how is coleslaw and French fries the same price? Uh, I have no idea. And so then, so fries don't come with the burgers. No, I guess no, that's why they were cheaper. You got Mediterranean side salad for three seventy nine, and then you got Cuties Mandarin for a dollar ninety nine. Then you got a kids cheeseburger, which. I dude, that might work for me. Kid cheeseburger, seven ninety nine. It's served. It really depends. 
really depends if it comes with the lettuce, and tomato, and pickles and stuff. Yeah, but it, McDonald's yeah. two pieces of bread and a burger. Yeah, you know? this is served with two, choice of two sides and choice of small low-fat milk or small Desante bottled water. Meets Disney nutrition guidelines, and it's only seven ninety nine. John, I might have to try that for seven ninety nine. Well, there you go. You get two sides, and then they got the grilled chicken bao. Served with your choice of two sides, the milk and all. Order meat, and it says it meets Disney's nutrition values, which is seven ninety nine. They got a chicken nugget basket for seven ninety nine, and a five cheese pizza for seven forty nine. I would get the five. That would that one of those pizzas would be good enough for me, to fill me up. One of the small kid ones. Uh, you got a leg waffle for dessert, which is five twenty nine, and then you got some shakes here. So, there's a pretty uh, vast menu, and there's beer and wine here too, John. Yeah, but look, you're at you're at Epcot. You don't want to fill up at Epcot. I mean, you want to go and enjoy the food. So, mm-hmm. uh, I still don't see myself going over here. So. No. Well, the dude, you probably will go here. They got a 20-ounce Jaya draft for 10 bucks, John. I take everything back I just said. I'll be getting <laughs> a burger and a beer here. <laughs> yes. Cigar City High Lie, 20-ounce draft. The big brother of Pale Ale, uh, it's $10. So I think John will find his new hiding place over here for a while. You know, that sounds a lot better than the Heineken I had there last time. So, yes, 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 sir. And good for uh, good for Cigar City. That's a, a small brewery out of uh, out of Tampa. And actually, I, they've had their beer at Disney for quite a while. But to uh, actually have on tap and probably the biggest eatery in, on, in Epcot, that's pretty impressive. Good for them. Yeah. So. And they got Angry Orchard Crispy Apple Hard Cider for $9.25 and a 20-ounce draft. For me, a Yingling traditional lager, uh, twenty ounce draft for eight seventy five, and then they got Bud Light for eight and a quarter, twenty ounce draft. For twenty ounce, that's for on the scale of what we're usually attacked and pillaged with for the prices. Uh, they're pretty damn good, John. Yeah, that's not bad at all, actually. I mean, because I paid, uh, I've seen Highlight out in America, um, like a, a twelve ounce can, and I think I paid nine and a quarter for that that was probably a couple of years ago so yeah uh yeah so that's not bad yeah i was expecting to see 14 bucks they got a cucumber yeah, yeah. they got a cucumber and basil cooler it's hatterick's gin cucumber cane sugar lemon and basil and a ginger bitters for 14 bucks so they have a they have specialty drinks here they have wine they have pinot noir for 13 bucks uh, Sauvignon, Cabernet Sauvignon for eleven dollars. They have another Chardonnay, uh, Chartel Creek Chardonnay for eleven bucks, and a rain rainstorm Pinot Noir for eleven dollars. So uh, they have they have it, there's a vast menu here, John. It don't sound bad. If you want a burger, this might be the place to go. Yeah, yeah, and especially generally going with Disney the way Disney does things. Uh, once it opens, hit them, uh, because generally their food, whenever they open a new establishment, the first month or two is probably the best food you're going to get out of it the entire time that they're mm-hmm. open. Uh, they really, really do generally like to put their best foot forward and really impress people the first month. And then things really start to slide. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the first month or two, generally everything is really good in new restaurants. So. 
Oh, the positive thing. I mean, really, though, there's not many other places in World Show and Epcot at all to get burgers, is there? Not that I know of. Uh, the, the Smokehouse has some, but not. They, they have brisket and stuff now, don't they? They don't have yeah. burgers there no more. Yeah, they don't have burgers. Uh, they might have a burger with barbecue on it or something. Yeah, but it's not a regular uh, burger. Your burger, yeah. And no, so this would be. And yeah. that makes sense, you know, yeah, without with, putting with it Liberty in America. Tree ending. Yep. I'm surprised, honestly, that they and they do have a chicken thing, a chicken sandwich, but kind of surprised they don't have just a silly hot dog on there too. Although there is actually, you can get hot dogs over at uh, the African Outpost. They've always got hot dogs there. So yeah, and I forget about that all the time too. And Brendan never reminds me. Not me. They have Old Elephant Foot IPA there, so I know where African Outpost. And actually, it's one of the one of the what two or three spots across property or across Epcot where I can get a root beer for leasing. So. Well, some of the positive things are. Uh... Uh, final uh, rehearsals underway for Finding Nemo, The Big Blue, and Beyond at Animal Kingdom. So that's coming back, thank goodness. So sooner, pretty soon, we're going to get our full admission price with these everything being open. Like with with Lion King being closed and and uh, Festival Lion King and Nemo and all this other stuff being closed. It's not the same experience at at uh, Animal Kingdom, and you have to agree with me with that, John. Especially with Animal Kingdom when that with Lion I King was been. down. <laughs> I haven't been out to Animal Kingdom since before the pandemic. So. Yeah, it's uh, we were and we enjoyed ourselves because we hung out at the Nomad Lounge. But if we had kids, I would, I would have wanted to see both of them. You know what I'm saying, John? It's part of the experience. Oh, absolutely. Walt Disney World Railroad Tunnels continues to take shape at Tron's Lake Cycle Run construction site. So the tunnel's getting done. It looks pretty cool too, John. I wonder if you, I wonder if they're gonna have some kind of special effects in the tunnel as you ride the train through. I would imagine, right? I hope so because the only thing I don't like about it is, and it's me being me because I love my train so much. But I I I don't like the few. It's weird, like having that train go through that futuristic setting. If you understand what I'm saying, at least before it went around it, but now it's going right through it. It's like the square peg round hole to me. It's kind yeah, of like and, against and, everything Walt wanted. Of not With having the blending of different lands. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Am, am I wrong about that? You get no, my because nostalgia it, about that, right? It, it makes sense in Splash Mountain because you go through Splash Mountain and you can see the uh, uh, steamboat with all the chickens singing on it and stuff like that. And that kind of makes sense because that timeline yes. with that year of train, that makes sense. That would have been the, uh, a train in the south at the time. So that, that makes good sense. But seeing as this is Tomorrowland, it kind of uh, is... Yeah, that's a little weird. Yeah, uh, riding in a steam-powered train passing through the future. Yeah, so. yeah, that that got me. So I mean, I'm not. I just want my train back. So I'm just nitpicking here. But I I kind of wish they would have did something to where they sheltered Tron from you even seeing that. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, I I guess. But we're we're talking about that while in Disneyland they actually have what what the the thing goes through a dinosaur area where you see dinosaurs. So I guess that that, that really hasn't been never made any sense out there, right? So no, nah, the only yeah. difference is is one didn't have any room. This one had all the room it needed. Yeah. I think they could have gone a little further. Yeah, you know, just going around it. Stayed on the outside of it. I don't. I. I. I would have to see a map map for the logistics to see why they couldn't go around it. If you follow. No, they couldn't go around. I can tell you right now, and they're not going to go around because uh, there's a that road that goes beside the contemporary is literally on that side. 
uh, when we drive the bus back there, you usually, I think there's a couple of spots where I'm about 20 feet away from the, there's the fence and then there's that building. So uh, yeah, they wouldn't have had the room to put the track there. So. You should have made it go up a hill and around John and have a tunnel for the bus to go underneath the train. <laughs> there you go. There I don't more go. believe that. Uh, hoop de doo review is returning, which a lot of people are happy about that. We've talked about that. Breakfast offerings. This is pretty cool, John. Breakfast offerings. Join the outdoor kitchens at Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival. That's pretty cool, ain't it? Yeah, that's a great idea. Uh, especially, I mean, Epcot's now opening for guests or for resort guests at eight thirty in the morning. So, yeah, that'd be great. Have I mean, right now, what's the one place you can really get a good breakfast is the French Bakery. So, mm-hmm. to have another option to pick up something, that'd be super. Yeah, so they have they have the French bakery of crepes with eggs and cheese, and then another one cheese chorizo eggs and cheese. They show that. What else do we have here? Do we have any other menus? I'll take the chorizo. I love chorizo. So. Yeah, they don't have the rest of the menus out here, John. They just had the France, but they're saying they're all they're all starting to serve. Here, let me see what's in this part of the article here. Part of the Epcot Flower and Garden Fiesta, located between Morocco and France in World Showcase, the breakfast menu is available until 10.30 a.m. So they set up more of the French is over at this area, John. The yeah, okay, breakfast. so you have yeah. to go all the way back to the bakery. Yes, because so. yeah, okay. most people like us don't know it's back there. So I guess they figured, let's put it in the booth so more people can in- partake. You know what I'm saying? There you go. So I don't know, what else do we have here, Johnny? I'll tell you what, the flooring and the walls and all the decor that they put in this Connection Cafe really looks cool. The murals and all inside, I think they did a really good job. So now that they've gotten rid of Electric Umbrella, and if I'm not mistaken, that was still one of the places that you could find carpet on the walls uh, back towards them restrooms. And I think uh, the Living Seas may be the last place in Epcot, where you actually see the call wall carpet, <laughs> is, no. that, is that correct? I hope I so, so, John. That was, <laughs> was a mistake to begin with. Uh, wall carpet. <laughs> Whoever thought that was a cool idea? Somebody did back in the '80s, man. It was all over the place. Yeah, I, I never got that. I never, I never got the wall carpet, John. Yeah, it fit Epcot. That's for sure. Yeah, at the time it did. I mean, it didn't bother me entirely. At first, I didn't realize what it was. I said, no, this is dirty carpet. (laughs) Uh, Oh, look, kids have wiped their nose on this for years. Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, look at little Johnny over there rubbing his nose on that junk. Uh, Disney's Yacht and Beach Club continues to be updated, which I'm looking forward to seeing the new uh, cowers and everything. It shows painters inside painting, so I'm looking forward to that. There was an announcement of food and wine this year, John, the dates. And I think July. They, middle of July, I think it is. I think it's July 15th this year now. <laughs> <laughs> why Why are we even trying to, to lie about this? Just make it start the weekend after the Flower and Garden finishes. I mean, don't even bother anymore. I've been saying it for a long time, and you have too. You've, one of the things you've agreed with me, and it's, it's like I don't understand. Like, make it year-round now. Just call it the festival. Because July 15th through November, it goes right up to the Christmas one. So, I don't know. 
And it goes right up to the Holiday Kitchens, and then the Holiday Kitchens lead right into the Art Festival, and the Art Festival leads right into the Flower and Garden, leads right into the Food and Wine. So, yeah. well, I mean, Doug, they can't just call it one thing because you have to have unique merchandise for everyone, so stupid people like me have to buy <laughs> a T-shirt or a magnet or a pin from every little festival that you have. So. Yeah, I'll tell you what, the other thing, dude, they've added more stuff to the Lightning Lane, and there's a lot of buzz going on, dude, that... Disney's uh, Disney's getting some horrible feedback about this, and people are upset with it. I hope, if anything goes away that Disney is proven wrong on, I hope it is eventually the Lightning Lane. Don't you, John? Yeah, yeah, Lightning. I mean, if if they had to absolutely uh, go back to a fast pass uh, scenario and it, to to use it, you had to pay fifteen dollars a day for I, you know, I wouldn't like it, but I could deal with it. But this fact, we're individually priced attractions and all that that that's just ridiculous to me. It just seems incredibly money hungry. I mean, if yes. if you're going to be money hungry anyway, just just charge me for fast pass plus. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll complain, but I'll get over it. But uh, this individually priced attractions, it seems very uh, class. Uh, class divided if you're rich you can ride anything you want if you're poor you're you're busted down to no offense to us but the people mover yeah so, you know yeah well the, the sad part is is like thankfully I said, we like that anyway so <laughs> like i said i just don't see the i don't see the reasoning behind like you could charge me more when all the rides are working and make me get on because of crowds but when I go in and I paid for all the rides and three or four of them were shut down, like Rise of the Resistance is down because of it's such a grumpy ride. If you get one of it's a fickle ride. You don't know when it's going to work. Or if I go into Magic Kingdom, Haunted Mansion, Pirates, and, and another one is down. Space Space Mountain's always down. Am I wrong? It's test track. Yeah. So why am I, like, I should get something back if you want to do it that way, which will never happen, but. I would love to see somebody bring that up somehow. If I was a lawyer, I would look into it. But so, it, speaking of test track, Doug, I'm going to send you a picture uh, after we get off the show. Uh, yes, uh, a couple of days ago at Cast Connection, they had these two vast, giant um, boxes full of it looks like CV axles hmm. um, from something. So a lot of speculation, of course, going around there from what they're from. So, that, I mean, really just the ones that I saw, probably two to three hundred of them, you know. Mm-hmm. So and of course, uh, you know, it lends a lot of people to, to believe that they're all from Test Track. But what would you do with one if I bought one? I don't I don't I mean, they're five bucks. Now, what am I going to do with it if I actually bought one and <laughs> do it from Test Track? I don't know. Right. So. Put it on the collection dust shelf <laughs> is what it would be for. It probably weighs 30 pounds, so, you know. Well, buy <laughs> that. A, and a if, really heavy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, buy that. Really heavy, heavy, uh, buy that in the figment popcorn bucket and put it in there and sell for a lot of money. <laughs> uh, but I was wrong by a day, John. I was actually wrong, and I'll admit it. The Food and Wine Festival starts July 14th, not the 15th, oh. John. And it ends November 19th, a week before Thanksgiving, John. So, I mean, you know, just just say the festival throughout the years and just name end dates to each one. You know what I'm saying? But just, I understand why they did it. We said it to begin with, like, why would you build all these permanent kiosks and have them ever closed? It makes no sense. Yeah, exactly. So... so. But the Eat to the Beat concert series is coming back. John is going to be presented by Blue Medicare Returns this year. And Remy's Ratatouille Hide and Squeak. And 
there's a a bunch of other stuff like there's a it's going to be hopefully running on all cylinders and back to normal this year john can't wait for the yeah, menus to be so. released hopefully they yeah. change some things up like this year's flower and garden yeah maybe germany won't have just a, a bratwurst and uh what do they always have bratwurst apple strudel and what's the other one they always have uh the the potato or the noodle gratin yeah noodle, noodle gratin, gratin Noodle gratin, bratwurst, and apple strudel. There, I've already I've already done the German menu. So. And don't they have some kind of uh, uh which we call it a not not hot dog, uh, some kind of a uh, uh, some kind of sausage they usually have. Yeah, bratwurst or knockwurst. Yeah, it's one of yeah, the two. Yeah, so. I could, neither one of them could enter my brain. I think Brenda has me brainwashed that those words are not allowed in my vocabulary those are bad bad words yes. Doug. yes i can't get the hot dog ever that's imprinted in my brain but bratwurst and and uh, that could be uh removed very easily yeah you don't want me to eat that I, I don't see much more here john the biggest stories have been all the craziness going on outside the parks yeah. yeah, yeah, the stuff that everybody just needs to get past and move on. Yeah. Oh, there's, there's, and of course, as soon as stories like that come out, there's one bus driver telling me, well, they're going to revoke it, we're all going to lose our jobs, and they're going to tear down Cinderella Castle because it doesn't match, uh, you know, it doesn't meet uh, uh, building requirements for the state of Florida. And I'm like, dude, really? Dude, shut up. Not, <laughs> like, 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 none of that, none of that would ever happen. Uh, some, some little uh, twist might come either way because neither one of them seem to be backing down right now. But Florida's never going to get rid of Disney, and Disney can't can never afford to leave Florida, right? They can't just pick up and leave. That was the biggest thing that cracked me up because there were so many people writing, well, they'll be upset when Disney decides they're not staying. <laughs> Where are they going? What, are they going to put pirates and... Uh, a test track and everything on their shoulders and leave all these hotels like they're just going to abandon them john yeah and then on the other side of it what what's uh the state of florida going to do unemploy well i mean originally it would be about a hundred thousand people and then of course that hundred thousand would lead to Mm -hmm. probably over a million unemployed directly closure at disney world so you're right there's no these two people these two organizations absolutely depend and feed on each Uh uh-huh or, and Orlando would be devastated. There's nothing in Orlando. Orlando is Orlando because of Walt Disney World. Yeah. I mean, that's who who Orlando is. You know, Tampa, Jacksonville, Miami, they have ports. They have uh, stuff like that. Orlando was a small citrus-producing yes. uh, state or a city before Disney World mm-hmm. opened. So, believe me, uh, yeah. it's not going to happen. <laughs> oh, I could see, see the things that are going to come down the road is, yeah, we're going to revoke this. We're going to pump your tax bill up. Well, then we're not going to donate. And at the end of the day, it's going to end up, they're going to donate some more money to somebody else that runs the state, and it'll all go away, John. Money walks, bullshit, you know, talks. You know what yes. I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. It, it, so. it, and it's going or, to... Or oh, something else will come along and we'll care about Maybe somebody will slap somebody else and we'll care about something else. So. Yes. The bottom line is, me and you're going to end up paying for it all, John. Our whole, <laughs> the whole middle class, as usual. Yeah, what will, what will happen is that they'll agree... And uh, the state of Florida will impose some kind of tax on me, and then Disney will impose something uh, to make you pay something else. So me yeah. and you will both have to end up paying for Absolutely. for these two idiots arguing with each other. Yep. So. It, it's as usual. The middle working class pays for everything. We're the ones suffering with gas, grocery bills, everything else, because we get no assistance. 
And also, the people that are rich don't really recognize they're losing this money, if you understand what I'm saying. Like, you know, half these movie stars, if you asked them how much a gallon of milk is, they'd have no clue. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. I mean, speaking of that real quick, I remember uh, watching years ago, years and years ago, when uh, George Bush was president. And he went to a, he was doing one of his campaign stops or something and he, and he stopped at a grocery store and he was absolutely fascinated with the UPC, uh, scan code. Yeah, barcode, he had yeah. never seen one. Yeah. He had never seen one. And I'm going, when is the last time you went grocery shopping, buddy? Yeah. The fact that you don't know what a, a, a barcode is, is, that's just amazing, you know? Oh, 100%. So out of touch with reality. Oh, 100%. It's like, like right now, you, you were, everything's going uh don't buy gas gas is through the roof and you got the president driving around a corvette convertible just waving like it's no big deal yeah i'm enjoying <laughs> myself yeah uh, okay well where's your electric car dude we're we're all supposed to be in them now it, it, i i i don't know going to work when i get gas now john i just the guy goes you want your receipt i'm like no i don't want anything to do with it i don't even want to see it my kia last week cost me 90 dollars to go to work john now you don't know. You don't want to know how much I'm spending. Doug. You really don't. So. Yeah. I. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm not as far as you now, but the same Kia, I was spending like thirty-five dollars a week. In, you understand what I'm saying? Forty dollars. It's it's yeah. it's, it's yeah. crazy. And we're again, we're the ones paying for it. Was we get up, go to work every day, and don't ask for anything? Am I wrong, John? That's that's who we are. And that but. seems like the ones that always get the short end of the stick, John. But. Hopefully I get to see you in Disney and we can have a, a 20 ounce. You can have a 20 ounce Jay and Jai and I, and there's Presley saying the same thing and you, I'll have a yingling. He, he you. wants that highlight. Yeah. So anyhow, he's saying, get off the phone, daddy. I promised him it was his birthday. He just turned 11 years old. He turned 11 oh, wow. on the 31st. He's been barking at so this show for that long. So if, if, if we go with that with uh, dogs or seven years, uh, it's equivalent to seven years of a lifespan. He's 77. Yeah. I don't see that dog at 77. No, he still gets around pretty good. He slips and slides a little bit, but his daddy promised him a filet mignon on his birthday. So I'm making filet mignons. He's going to get steak tonight, John. Oof. It's Doug complaining about all these prices. He's yes. going to make a filet, a filet mignon for his dog. Because I okay. love him to death. I love him to death. Well, dude, what do you think five pieces of filet mignon cost me? And they're the little ones, not the big ones. But five pieces of filet mignon. Uh, what are they? Six ounces. Yeah. Uh, five, six, 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 I lost you, John. Were you? Did you pass out thinking 30, about the price? Thirty-four dollars. Thirty-four dollars. No, it was forty-three dollars, John. Forty-three dollars for five pieces of steak. Yeah, I wasn't too far off. No, you Not weren't. Yep, yeah, forty-three bucks, and they aren't the big ones, John. Literally, they're between six and eight ounces. Yeah, you know, and you always get that one little ref debate, the little tiny one at the end. You know what I'm saying? In the pack. So. Yeah. But anyway, that's what I'm going to do right now. I'm going to go cook him a filet mignon on the grill, and I'm going to cook my beautiful wife and my beautiful mother-in-law a filet mignon on the grill. And ugly Oh, they happen to get, to get one, too. You're, you're, you're yeah. cooking them for your dog, but they happen to get one, too. <laughs> Since you're out there. Yeah. The, all kidding aside, he's actually getting two. Because we usually feed him chicken during the week. I'll make up chicken breast for him. So with the way the filets broke out, I'm going to cook two for him and cut them up. He'll have filet for the next couple nights. Very nice. 
Eh, I loved the kid. Eh, as much as he's mouthy, barking at us, he had to get involved like his father. He can't shut up. I'm pretty sure he couldn't tell the difference between that to- that fillet and a top sirloin, but <laughs> you go with it. <laughs> well, I got to give him what I get, John. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> We did yeah. get we did get two more reviews this week too, John, which I was very shocked at. So guys, please head over to iTunes and leave us a review. It really means a lot to us. Yeah, it certainly does. It's the only way that uh, our our show gets any type of promotion. So. Yeah, hundred percent. So we got one from the Boiler Man seventy five. Last week I put miserable, the miserable. I put the miserable pub talk and and our Sunday news was the name of the show, John. Oh, nice. And he said, this title made me laugh. My favorite part of Sunday's afternoon is, the funniest part is I can't believe he can't wait to get on and listen to it Sunday. I figured he's listening to us at work. You know, I don't, I don't, I couldn't imagine that he hops on that soon, but thank you so much, Mr. Boiler Man. But uh, this title made me laugh. My favorite part of Sunday afternoon is listening to Jug and Doug, John and Doug. They tell it the way it is. To me, that's not miserable. Keep on keeping on, keeping it up, keep it, keeping it real, fellas. So that made me feel good, John. Yeah. So, and then we also got one from WDWR. Great podcast, very consistent. I look forward to listening every Sunday. So I'm just shocked people listened on Sunday, John. I figured we were like a Wednesday or Thursday, <laughs> the last one on I their thought, on their podcast downloads that they subscribed yeah, to, and they I could always, finally get to us. I always thought after they got rid, you know, they listened to Lou, they listened to the Diz Unplugged, they listened to yeah. all these other ones, and then they're like, oh yeah, let me listen to these two drunk guys in pubs. Yes, so. we got Doug and John, miserable El Miserable and John is what it's called. But please, guys, really uh, head over to iTunes, leave a review. It means so much to us. John, uh, your T-Mobile did a good job. You only broke up one time. Yeah, yeah, for the most part, and I didn't have to stop at Dollar General, so you almost took me all the way to the house. Well, awesome, and then we'll get your earbuds in this week, and maybe you'll be hands-free, John. All right, moving up in the world. Yeah, so everybody be kind to one another. Don't slap thy neighbor. And we'll talk to you real soon. <laughs> Put away the strollers, right, John? Yeah, fold them strollers. Bye-bye, folks. Have a great week. All right, we'll talk to you later. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. That's it, guys. We're going to hop off our stools and pay our tabs and get on out of here. If you guys could, could you please head over to iTunes if you enjoy the show and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Even if you don't, we'd really appreciate it. Also, you can head over to Twitter and find John at Beer Solo. You can find me at Grumpy6767. You can find us both at WDW Main Street on Twitter and Facebook. Also, head over to Podbeam and check out WDW Main Street and you can find all our sponsors there. Everybody be kind to one another. We will talk to you real soon. Bye, guys.